Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery. The stock market is extending its losses, heading for a three-week low. A report on job creation is fueling concern over the state of the economy. A survey by the payroll processor ADP showed U.S. companies hired workers at the slowest pace in three years last month. ADP said private companies added 156,000 workers in April, falling short of economist estimates. We check in markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading session. Dow Industrial Average narrowing earlier losses currently down 74 points, four-tenths of a percent at 17,676. S&P 500 down 10 points, a loss of half a percent at 2,053. The Nasdaq is down 30 points, two-thirds of a percent at 47.33. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil up 25 cents a barrel to 43.90. Spot Gold is up is down $10.30 an ounce at 1281.50 and the 10-year treasury is up 5.30 seconds with a yield of 1.77%. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. It's the anthem for marijuana legalization, and the man who helped put this song together, Moon Alice, the band singing and playing it together, is Roger McNamee. He's joining me here at the Hoover Institution at Stanford University. He's the uh, co-founder of Elevation Partners. They have many claims to fame early investors in Facebook and other very successful companies. And uh, Roger's joining us today to talk about tech and also talk about the cannabis industry, some of the latest political developments, which, which could have huge implications for the industry, for farmers, etc. So a very definite business angle there as well. Roger, welcome back. Kathleen, it's a pleasure. It's great to have you here, and it's great to be uh, here in Palo Alto, Stanford, such a gorgeous part of the world. You're very smart to live here, Roger McNamee. I do my best. So let's start start with Apple because they've had some announcements that weren't so great today. They've got to revamp the music service. They've lost that fight to keep the iPhone protected, that brand name in China. So the thing to remember is that we are in a year where I think investors are going to struggle to get great returns from tech stocks. And there are lots of reasons for it. But the important one is the issue that's driving Apple today, which is their success in the last five years has been about the iPhone. It has been about smartphones. And the smartphone was, for the whole industry, the mother of all product cycles. And it's much, much larger than we have personal computers, larger than anything that came before it. And so it's no shock that now that we've hit saturation – that we're going to see a very different environment going forward because there is nothing available coming along that is of anything like that scale. So Apple is a value stock today. And I think, Kathleen, the last time I spoke with you, which was about a year ago, uh, we were already very cautious about the outlook for tech because of the saturation in the smartphone market. And I think Apple reflects all the challenges that are there. The thing to understand is it's not going to be a high-growth stock from here. It's just not. It's The law of large numbers gets in the way. But that doesn't mean it can't be a good value. It pays a nice dividend. It's a brilliantly managed company. There, there are no competitive issues driving them right now that are unrelated to the saturation of the industry. So, you know, I think it's a good value stock. I think this is actually a pretty reasonable entry point because – 
everyone's so pessimistic. But, you know, again, it, you should not anticipate it's going to return to the old growth rate. Facebook. Tell us about Facebook and their outlook, what you see for them in the future. So, so Pim, the thing with Facebook that is so amazing is that this is a company that when it began, the product was – it was very simple, very simplistic. It has now evolved to be the most important media company in America, uh, with all due respect to Bloomberg and everyone else. They are the ones – Facebook is capturing all of the growth in online advertising. So they first dominated mobile. Now they're moving on to video. I think the outlook for them remains outstanding. The stock is not cheap, but it has a unique position in the list of available stocks in that it is the largest, most stable company with which continues to have a very high rate of growth. I think that will persist. Uh, I'm not sure what causes it to end. Uh, I think we got several more years of really solid numbers coming from, from Facebook. Uh, you know, if you're uncomfortable with the market as I am, you might want to be cautious about entering here. There will be days when people do get pessimistic, and I do think you want to buy the stock on dips. Uh, but it is, I think, the single best position company in all of tech. And Roger, of course, putting his money where his mouth is, he owns both Facebook and I own and both Apple. of those stocks and have for a long time, notwithstanding my concerns about the market. I have a very, very high T-bill position, but my equities have been focused in those two stocks. You want to talk to us about unicorns and the collapse yeah. unicorn bubble? Yikes. That sounds so, scary. No, not in the least. Here's the really the cool thing. So unicorn is the term of art that has been applied to these private tech companies which have received private market valuations of a billion dollars or more. And there were at one time more than 200 of those. Uh, since the end of last year, we have seen uh, gravity and reality rear their ugly heads, and the unicorns are coming back down to earth. The whole thing was essentially baloney from the word go, that the transactions that were being done had very high notional prices, but the terms associated with it penalized the companies for any kind of setback, so they weren't real prices. And the good news for public investors is you're going to be a beneficiary of this. The public market has been very smart. It said it didn't want to take these companies private or public, excuse me, at the prices people were asking. And the result is that Fidelity and T. Rowe Price, the two biggest mutual fund companies that were participating in this space, have marked down their portfolios, bringing the whole sector down, which, oddly enough, because they were small positions, didn't harm those funds. But they've set up an opportunity where those funds are going to get a chance to participate in the recapitalization of these companies and then when they go public. Because many of them are real businesses. So the unicorns... There were some that were silly, but many of them are real. And you want to keep your eyes open because there are company in there like Asana, which I'm a shareholder of, um, that isn't yet officially a unicorn because they've been smarter than that. But they look like them, a rapidly growing enterprise software company. And you'll see a lot of those coming over the next couple of years. And the ones that do a good job are going to make you money, and the ones that don't are going to disappear before you ever see them. The November election, yeah. November 8th, 2016, many people will be voting for president. There will also be many people in the state of California voting for the control, regulation, and tax for the adult use of marijuana. Tell us about this initiative. So there are going to be nine states that vote in this presidential election cycle. So nearly a fifth of the states in the country will be voting either on medical or adult use recreational. And the reason this is so important is that we've now got 40 years of the history of the war on drugs to reflect on and have discovered, one, the war on drugs didn't reduce crime. It actually increased violence. It didn't reduce drug use. It just made a lot of people miserable. And it was enforced in a way that created huge civil rights violations. What they now know, because testing has been done, is that cannabis is not 
the same class as the drugs that people have been worried about, things like heroin or cocaine. It is a natural product that has many positive medical benefits. The result is that 24 states have now made it legal for medical use, and California and three others uh, are going to vote this year on adult use for applications other than medical. It's really important to California. We're the largest agricultural country, uh, state in the country. Uh, the illegal business in marijuana in California is between 20 and $50 billion a year. It's totally outside of taxation. It's outside the environmental rules. It's outside the labor rules. And in the state, there are three compelling reasons to vote for approval of this. One is you get to bring a portion of that black market into the daylight. This is good for labor. It is good for taxation. It is good for the environment. Uh, secondly, marijuana may be the only available thing to the state of California that generates huge tax revenues for which there is no opposition. And then thirdly, the environment. There are currently literally billions of dollars of illegal cultivation in state and national parks causing huge environmental damage. We can but get rid of all of that. Another uh, benefit you make is uh, uh, water it's true. It's true. In our state, California, has been in a drought for many years. Believe it or not, 50% of the state's water is effectively shipped to China in the form of alfalfa. Alfalfa is a crop that is used for dairy cattle, and it has essentially no value. It's just that California farmers get their water for free, so they have no incentive to apply it intelligently. And the result is our drought is effectively the result of this one crop. And because alfalfa has a low value, marijuana is worth at least 100 times per acre, you could take 90% of the alfalfa crop out of line, saving 90% of the water, and have the farmers grow marijuana instead. They would have 10 times the economic value in 10% of the acreage. Now, the state's not ready to do that yet, but that kind of thing is there. And for California, it's important to embrace this industry because there are the, the liquor industry is trying to corner the market. They're trying to monopolize it using their very powerful lobbying to do that. And uh, people like me are saying, you know something? Agriculture is too important to California. Technology is too important. Uh, travel and vacations are too important to California. We need this to be a highly fragmented business with lots of small businesses. And that means there's nothing wrong with the liquor guys participating. They just can't control it and take all the rules and tilt them in their favor and block everybody from being in. Roger McNamee, thank you very much for spending time with us. Co-founder, Elevation Partners, and also band member, band leader, Moon Alice, joining us from Stanford University, along with my colleague and co-host, Kathleen Hayes. This is Taking Stock, and perhaps we'll leave you with a little of Roger McNamee's musical production. 